morning, Carlos. Good morning, everybody. Please take a few seconds to set the intention for this session. Just get comfortable. Take a couple of deep breaths. Good afternoon, Soy. You are six hours ahead of me, I guess. <laughs> Bright, beautiful morning. Hi, CJ, how are you? Hi, Susan from Santa Fe. Thank you for being here. Okay, guys, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful because I am on day four of my lemonade cleanse. That means that I'm only drinking this since Friday night. So it's been almost four days. What are you guys grateful for? Buenos dias, happy to be here. Grateful for the energy and power of the full moon. Amazing, Brenda, thank you. Grateful to be here. I'm grateful for the fall season arriving, a new beginning. Yeah, and that matches the, the topic of this session, right? A new beginning, a fresh start, a new theme. I am grateful for a daytime power nap. I love power naps. So thank you for sharing. So thank you so much for being here today. Uh, today I'm very excited to share with you a book that I, I really like. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Julie Morgenstern. Hola, Juliana. I don't know if any one of you ha have read this book or not. Uh, please put it in the comments. I'm curious to know if you are aware of this book or if you have read it, if you have seen it before. Uh, and also if you are if you are familiar with uh, with this person, with Julie Morgenstern. She's a very, uh, very famous professional organizer in the US. And, and she has a lot of books. And I have to say that back in 2012, when my wife and I were contemplating the idea of starting our own business and we were very new into being a professional organizer, we didn't even know that that existed. So at that time, I remember my wife went to the library and she brought a few books and a CD, like a, a, a DVD that we could watch, right? And the DVD was from her. And, and we were watching her, it's an old DVD, but it was really nice, the content. So she was one of the reasons that we got pumped up to do this work, honestly, in 2012. So thanks to her, most likely, she was a big influence for us to decide to do this work. And, and she has been a, a great inspiration. So yeah, she has a, a lot of different books. Today we are going to be covering this. And then I have another session for two other books that she has. Uh, one about time management and the other one about um, organizing from the inside out. And there is another one for uh, time to parent that is for, for parents, time management for parents. So yeah, so this book basically, uh, if you are okay, I'm going to give you a recap, a generic of the, of the book so that you can have an overview of what the book covers. And then we can guide, we can dive deeper into like the different topics. Okay, are you okay with that? Just say yes in the chat, and then I will follow that order. Okay, bonjour Emilio from Camore. Grateful for all the wonderful people and things in my life. Don't know about the book and the writer. Okay, amazing. So you're gonna learn something new today, then. <laughs> amazing. So the the book structure is she Julie shares a method called Shed. Okay, S-H-E-D, SHED. So that, metal, that method is a method that she shares in the book. That means the S stands for separate your treasures. So separating the treasures that you have in your life. Okay, the second step is heave the trash. Okay, so let go, haul away the trash that you no longer need. The third step is to embrace your identity. Okay, your new identity, embrace it. Whatever you are setting the intention to, you have to embrace that identity. And the D, the last step, the fourth one, is to drive yourself forward. 
okay? So that's the method that she shares, and it's shed, S-H-E-D. And, and that's like, if, if you see, that's the title here, okay? So separate treasures, heap the trash, embrace your identity, and drive yourself forward. And don't worry, because I will share this in the circle, okay? So don't worry, I will share uh, like all this information. Once you understand this method, okay? Once you understand this method, then you she invites you to name your theme. What does that mean? So it doesn't make sense to use the four steps that I shared if you don't know where you want to go, right? And I always talk about this, and this is so interesting how all the books that I normally share, they all share the same structure, different words, different angles, but they all talk about setting the intention first. Because if you don't know where you are going, you can take amazing action, but, but it's gonna be wasted because you are not getting to where you want to go. So she invites you to name your theme. And naming your theme means thinking about what do you want next in your life. And she invites you to find a word. And then there are some examples that I will share with you, okay? So once you understand that, so that's, once you understand the, the structure to follow the four steps, and you have your theme, that, that that's the direction, that's your north that you have to follow, then you have to look at entry points. And she shares three entry points, okay? What does entry points mean? Entry points mean how do you get started? And this is something that a lot of you are always asking. How, how do I get started? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling chaos everywhere in my life. So where do I get started to make progress here, to drive myself forward? So that's where she talks about three. One entry point is the physical, the physical around you, okay? Your home, your physical belongings, all the stuff that surrounds you that is physical that you can see, you can measure, you can touch. That's the number one. Number two is schedule. That's your time management. That's how you spend your time. That, that's the most precious re resource that you have, okay? And the third one, is habit okay so the name of her is julie morganster okay sorry that this cut here let me see uh there is the the library sticker is right there but it's julie morganster uh, okay i will share it in the circle my circle is called your thriving lifestyle okay if you share that, that if you join that circle i always share resources after my lives and are a recording so that you can listen to this or you can share this with someone else, okay? So I will share that in the, in the. So did you guys understand more or less the overview of the book? Does it make sense how she approaches that? Because uh, once you understand the four steps, the shed process, we are going to apply that shed process to your physical, to your schedule and to your habits. Okay, that's the idea. And for some people, the starting point is going to be the physical. And that's what she recommends. She recommends doing the physical first, then the schedule second, and then the habits last. Okay, what was the D? The D is drive yourself forward. Okay, so the S is separate your treasures. So basically going through your clutter and separate the things that are treasures to you. The second, the H is heave the trash, heave the trash, okay? The third is embrace your, your identity, embrace your identity. And the D is to drive yourself forward. Once you do that, you name your theme and then you get started with the entry points of the physical, the schedule and the habits, okay? So are you guys ready to dive into the, the contents of the book with me? <laughs> Thank you, Rosemary, for writing the name. So thank you, guys. For those of you who are new, are there any new people here for my, to my life today that haven't been before in a life with me? Just want to make sure because I didn't... Thank you, Loretta, for sharing my circle because I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> my name is Emilio Jose Garcia and first time here, amazing. Amazing, Mary, Alicia, 
Great. So my name is Emilio Jose Garcia. I've been on Inside Timing since February this year. I have my own business, KW Professional Organizer, since 2012. And my, my mission in life is to make intentional living fun, simple, and available to every person on the planet. So you will find me talking about organization, home organization, time management, intentional uh, communication, self-care, uh, minimalism. I have courses on Inside Timer that you can check if you are interested. I have one about self-care and one about minimalism. And I am creating my third one that is going to be how to create your clutter-free home. Okay? And I will start make, uh, doing workshops in January. Uh, Inside Timer just approved that. So I'm very happy about that. Okay, so that's me. And if any time during the session, guys, you want to support me, just click on the donation button somewhere here. I don't know where it is. Uh, and support me with a donation if you can. And if you cannot, just join my circle, follow me, and just jo join my courses. And then you will learn a lot from them. And please engage in the course classroom if you join my courses, please. That's the best way that you have to support teachers, to engage in the course classroom. Because Inside Timer really rewards that, okay? Okay, so let's get started, guys. The first thing is the shed process, okay, that I share with you. That's the process that she, uh, the first thing is that she really makes a difference about what is the difference between shedding and organizing, okay? Because many of you may think, oh, this is just getting organized. But no, shedding is way more than that. And I want to read what she says. She says, organizing is about identifying what's important to you and giving yourself access to it, okay? Identifying what's important to you and giving yourself access to it, okay? Shedding is about getting rid of the old and obsolete so that you can have space to discover what's important to you. So that's the difference, okay? So if you don't let go of the old and you give yourself space and time to create something new, you're going to be organizing stuff from the past. You're going to be organizing stuff that doesn't make sense to you anymore, stuff that doesn't match the theme that you're going to decide, okay? So that's the difference, okay? Say, so while, while organizing has a clear, defined finish point, okay, shed is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process that generates movement and fuels transformation, fuels transformation, which means the finish line is harder to define. So I just want to let you know, guys, that when you are setting this intention, when you are trying to get organized in life as a whole, it's okay to don't know where you are going to end up sometimes. It's okay to don't have clarity about how everything is going to unfold, okay? And I really invite you to trust the process, trust yourself, love yourself, and you will see that the last section of the book talks about that. And it really ties up with the law of attraction that we were talking the other day. So it's really, it's really nice how everything kind of tingles together. Uh, good evening from Australia. Hi, Anne. Thank you for being here. I don't even know what time is there. Uh, thank you for that, Emilio. Thank you, Sue. Okay. So that's... Uh, so this is the, the, the process defined again. So as you know, like... Uh, the separate your treasures, heave the trash, embrace your identity, and drive yourself forward. So she just basically explains a little bit what, what that is. Uh, separate the treasures is slow down to understand the emotional attachment that you have to your clutter, okay? And then identify and unearth the items and obligations that energize you and that have true value for the next chapter of your life next chapter of your life okay wow Anne. thank you so much for being awake at that time 12 24 a.m <laughs> okay if the trash is just once you have selected the items worth saving then it's the time to do a radical cleanse to do a radical heave of anything that no longer serves you okay and then you can let those things go with intention you can let those things have a new life okay so it's not that you have to throw them in the garbage. That's not. Uh, Roxanne, this is the name of the book. Okay? Embrace your identity. The, a, the E, it's recognize that you are who you are without your stuff. You are who you are without your stuff. 
okay? Stuff doesn't define who you are. This is your opportunity to reconnect to your most authentic self and pull your identity from between, okay? Your identity, guys, is not outside, okay? It doesn't matter how the outside world looks like. Your identity, your true identity is always inside of you, okay? The outside is just physical things and they do not, they do not define who you are. They do not define anything about you. And then drive yourself forward. She says, begin to fill your space and schedule your space, physical space and schedule your time with activities, experiences and items related to your theme for the future. Related to your theme for the future. Okay, so when you are doing this process in your home, when you are doing this process with your calendar, when you are assessing your habits, it's always going to be directed to your theme okay to your theme that's really really important so naming your theme what is that so that's basically she says uh that there is a, a quote here that from carl jung your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart who looks outside dreams who looks inside awakens isn't that beautiful so basically she says that you need to stop thinking about your immediate options okay the immediate options that you can see you have to stop thinking about them or lack of and concentrate instead on the bigger picture on the bigger picture okay Instead of worrying about the specifics of your next step, we are going to come up with a theme, a vision, a focal point, a topic for your future. So this is basically what I always tell you guys, set the intention, right? You have to look between you and then you have to get clear about what is your intention. But she takes this to the point of like, find a word that defines that. And you can change that word as many times as you need. But it's important to have a reference point to, to follow, okay? So what is the theme of, in the context of shed? It's a broad goal or feeling. It's a broad goal or feeling. An overarching simple expression of the adventure that you would like to be on. So she talks about feeling it. So you have to feel what you want, okay? Thank you, Susan, for sharing the name. Um, so naming your theme is really important, guys, because if you don't have direction, if you don't name anything, if you don't set any intentions, any goals, anything, then you are going to be decluttering and organizing and you're going to get stuck. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to lack motivation. You're going to lack energy. And you're going to just stop because you have no idea where you're going. So I have seen this happening like since 2012. I have had the opportunity to go to 320 people's homes and help them declutter physically there. Yeah, my wife and I, we go there and we help them declutter the bedroom, the kitchen, the bathroom, the, the garage, the attic, whatever, right? And we always see the same thing. And that's why our method is so clear and so step-by-step -step practical because it came from my own experience of after doing this process like 320 times, I can tell you that you figure out really quickly what works and what doesn't. And then we started seeing the theme of like, Wow, we are trying to do what people are asking to do, but, but then we get stuck and then we don't know how to move forward. And then we realize, wow, like because we, we didn't set a, a goal. We don't have a clear picture of what they need. Something that excites them, right? Something that they feel inspired and motivated about. So Roxanne, she says, I have so much stuff, it's overwhelming. Roxanne, what's your theme? What's the next stage of your life that you want to create for yourself? I've gotten stuck with holding on to stuff. Roxanne, I invite you to forget about the stuff right now. Forget about it. Imagine that there is no stuff, there is no house. You are traveling with a backpack. What would you do in your life if you could have a fresh start right now? Just share that because this is what happens to... I've seen this so many times, guys. People get stuck with the specifics of the physical things that are in front of them, okay? But then... They, they don't get out of there and see the whole view, right? They are so stuck with the specifics of what am I doing with this thing? 
I don't know, what am I doing with this thing? I don't know. And then they stuck there and they never go out and think, I don't, I don't really need this. Or, oh, this is a really piece that really brings me joy. So I have to keep it. I have to find a permanent home for it. So you have to find that. Theme is to thrive and let go of the past. Okay. So take it a, a, a step forward and then say some examples, please. Yeah, Christine, they are coming. Don't worry. So she shares this book. There are a lot of examples. This is what I like. She shares a lot of specific stories from people uh, that I'm not going to read because I don't have time to read them all. But you're going to see that some examples, for example, example one, Sophia, 43 years old, first marriage, last chapter, proving my independence. So she was proving her independence. Next chapter, healthy independence. Okay, Benjamin, 36 years old, craving a career change. So he wants to change careers. The last chapter was he defined instant gratification. <laughs> the new one, it's called complete gratification. Okay, Corey, 52 years old, a recent divorcee. Last chapter, fulfilling others' expectations. Next chapter, expressing myself, okay? And the, la the last example, Malik, 48 years old. He's a new entrepreneur. The last chapter was making a living, just getting by. The next chapter is building a life. So you see, like all these words, the people came up with these words. And this is what I'm encouraging you to do because this is your thing from between you. After my husband of 38 years left abruptly, so much stuff from our lives together was left behind. Yeah, so Roxanne, I'm sorry to hear that. You are dealing with that trauma, right? You may have still emotional stuff that you need to, to, to grieve on. And most likely looking at those belongings that belong to him, they are triggering you a lot. So that's why it's for you it's even more important to do this process but also be aware that that emotional attachment to things, those triggers are going to be happening, okay? And when they happen, you may need support, you may need help. Like, that's what we do for people. You can find professional organizers in your area, and majority of professional organizers, they are trained in mental health, they are very aware of the emotional connection with belongings, and they are there not just to move things around. They are going to really help you with with the emotions process them grieve them and sometimes it just requires time okay so be gentle with yourself you are already here you are showing up you are doing the work don't have the expectation that it's going to happen tomorrow okay uh, you said that you have a really good counselor now amazing having a good counselor is great and the counselor normally doesn't go to your home does he or she and if they don't go to your home, they don't see the reality. <laughs> and I can tell you that so many people call me, you are my therapist at home. And I am not a therapist by any means, okay? But they were meaning that when I go to, if I were to go to your home, guys, just looking around and asking you three questions, four questions, I will have a really good idea of where you are at, why you are stuck, because I have done it like a lot of times, right? So when I go to your home, you cannot lie to me. You cannot, if there are any emotional attachment that is preventing you from expressing how you are feeling, I am going to see it. I see your habits. They are, they are expressed in your home. They are expressed everywhere, in every space. I can tell if you are motivated or not, if you are depressed or not, if you are feeling anxious or not. I can detect a lot of things, right? A counselor, a therapist, if they don't go to your home, they will never be able to find that out, okay? So a combination of both is necessary. And for you, Roxanne, I feel that if you, I don't know how long you have been doing this for, be gentle with yourself. You are working through the process. If you feel that you need to speed it up, explore the idea of bringing someone to your home to help you, okay? Yeah, so someone, thank you so much, guys, for supporting each other in the chat. I really like seeing that. Uh, okay, so these are some of the examples that, that the book shares for you to, to, to name your theme. So 
three rules for naming your theme that, that she talks about, okay? Your theme should be broad enough to impact all the different buckets of your life, okay? So rules to help you name your theme. Number one, your theme should be broad, broad enough to impact all the different buckets of your life, okay? So that means that it's going to impact your physical aspect, your mental, your, your social, your family, your work. Hopefully, it's going to impact everything, right? It's, it's like a holistic theme. It's not like a, I'm going to, my theme is to declare my bedroom. That doesn't impact everything in your life, okay? Keep it simple, okay? You have to keep it simple so that you can actually take action on it. Give yourself permission to say what you actually want, not what you should want, okay? What does that mean? That means that you are in control of your own life and you have to give yourself permission to decide by yourself. So not by someone else's expectation. And this is sometimes is really hard. And this sometimes involves communication, changing dynamics, creating healthy boundaries. There is a lot involved that can happen here. Okay. Well, I don't know what I really want, Christine. That's okay, Christine. If you don't know what you really want, then I will invite you to allow yourself to have a testing period of time, okay? A testing period of time where you get to try things just for the sake of trying things with no expectations and then see how you feel, okay? It's better to start doing something different and this is the secret, okay? When you are feeling stuck, when you are feeling lacking ideas, lacking motivation and you are stagnant, what you need is to get out of your comfort zone. Get out of that comfort zone that is no longer serving you, okay? And then allow yourself a testing time. Roxanne, what is a testing time? A testing time means you set yourself a time frame of one, two, three months where you are going to experiment doing different things. If you don't know what to do, you will say, okay, I'm going to try volunteering and I'm going to give it a, a try for three months. I'm going to try a hobby. I'm going to try painting. I'm going to try exercising. I'm going to try doing potlucks with my friends. I'm going to try learning a new uh, a new skill. I'm going to try learning how to program a computer. I'm going to try playing the guitar and, and, and doing an open mic in three months. I'm going to try whatever that is, okay? It's something that will inspire you. It's, it's something that you have to ask inside. What is something that I'm curious about? What is something that interests me, Okay. It's sort of like asking a child, what do you want to be, do when you grow up? Yeah, they, they won't know anything. They, they, they will say, I have no idea. I just want to play. But they are going to be doing stuff. And that's how they learn what they like. That's how they learn what they don't like. And then they start developing themselves, right? So I will invite you to don't set expectations of finding a specific thing, uh, Christine, if you don't know it yet. And start doing something different, okay? Something that you are not doing now. So that you... You are facing, you, you just involve yourself with different experiences and then see what comes out of that. That's what I want to play. Yeah, guys, why don't you play more? You can play more. Playing is fun. Okay, 25. Okay. So naming your theme. Those are some of the things that she names here. I know that for some of you that will be very abstract and difficult, but that's the hard work, right? Guys, that's the hard work. That's a really hard question. What do I want to do next, right? Sometimes it's so overwhelming, so fearful, so uh, you are just afraid because you have no idea and it's, an, 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 it's unfamiliar. It's not familiar anymore. So you are not feeling comfortable. And this is what happens with us guys, humans. We tend to stay where we feel comfortable, things that are familiar. We know what's going to happen. We have control. Anytime we step out of that, everything is kind of, I don't know what's going to happen. What if I, what if I, I don't do it right? What if, like, if I fail? What if I, I have no idea. I've never done that before. And then we start dealing with all these emotions and then we go back to safety. And that's what the brain wants us to do, go back to safety. But going back to safety all the time is not going to help you find out anything. It's not going to help you grow. Especially if you are here, guys, you are feeling stagnant. You want to change. Am I right or not? There is something in your life that you want to change. You have an inner call about there is something that I don't like right now. There is something in my life that is no longer serving me. I have no idea how to change it, 
but I'm feeling something, I need to do something. If you were not feeling that, you wouldn't be here. And if people are not feeling that, they are comfortable, but they're feeling well, then they don't have to do anything, right? Because they don't have that craving. But if you guys have some sort of craving, this is an opportunity that you can take with curiosity, okay? With an open mind, without expectations, being willing to try and fail and have fun along the process, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Sue. And these are all the books that I share with you guys. It's always the same thing, right? Get out of your comfort zone, set a new intention, get out of your box, okay? Try something different, allow yourself to try. It's okay if you fail, failing it's necessary, okay? And it's okay what other people feel and think about you. It doesn't matter, it's not about them, it's about you. And when you are aligned with yourself, people around you may make fun of you, but when they see that you are truly aligned, they are going to honor you. They're going to respect you because they will probably say, I want that. I'm jealous about him or her. She knows what she wants. I want that. Okay. So we run the universe. Okay. Yeah, there are so many resources out there, guys. This is just one of a thousand. The most important piece is that you start taking action. Okay. You start making small progress. That's the, that's the, that's the secret here. Okay. So let's talk about picking your entry point. Remember that I was talking about the entry point, that there were three different entry points that then we are going to use the method in each of them. So the first entry point is the physical, okay? It's the physical, it's the physical clutter. It's like decluttering and, and setting a space that is going to facilitate the new theme that you have selected, okay? The second, uh, and then some of the things are, let me see, 35. Yeah, she says, the word, the word clutter is often associated with chaos, disorganization, and mess. But in this book, I am using a slightly different definition that does not necessarily include disorganization. Clutter in this book is defined as any obsolete object space, commitment, or behavior that weighs you down, distracts you, or depletes your energy. Okay? So did you get that? So any obsolete object, space, commitment, or behavior, habit, that weighs you down, distracts you or depletes your energy. That's clutter, okay? Okay, so the physical is one entry point. The scheduling, schedule, your time management, it's the second entry point that you can attack, okay? And your habits is another entry point that you can attack, okay? So she recommends that you approach this in this order. First, do your physical realm, okay? Then schedule, and finally, deal with the habits. Absolutely, Mary. Yeah, the clarity is often more present in our minds. Guys, majority of the times, a clutter space... <laughs> What, what represents a cluttered space? It's the result of having a, having a cluttered mind. If you cannot keep up with your, with your physical belongings and you have physical clutter, it's because inside you, you don't have the clarity on how to put order. You don't have the clarity on maybe what your theme is. You don't have the clarity about the step-by-step -step process to follow. You don't have clarity about, should I keep this or should I let it go? So you don't have clarity in your mind. So your mind is distracted, cluttered. Maybe you are too busy. Maybe your, your, maybe your attention is somewhere else. And then you are not paying attention to the stuff in front of you. So if you are here, maybe it's now the time to start paying more attention to that. Okay? So physical, schedule, and habits. Okay? And then let me share some of the things that they 
there is a really good example here that I want to share with you time regarding time okay so this is a table that as you see here is like a journal of time wasted pretty much so she writes down the time of the day okay so the, the time of the day the task that that you did and then how much wasted time you had because of that task okay so for example 6 30 a.m this person says i'm about to get on my treadmill Zach asked for last minute help reviewing Matt's homework stop to give feedback and make corrections run out of time to get on treadmill so i did an exercise 30 minutes lost and then another one thought about 11 a.m thought about starting a powerpoint again but instead skimmed washington post articles but didn't finish anyone <laughs> 25 minutes lost okay so this is a journal that if you guys did with me creating your ideal week okay i invited you to monitor your time because monitoring your time in a week it's gonna give you the reality of your life and it's gonna give you all the information that you need to start reflecting and making changes so she's inviting you to do that here okay so that you can identify what are my time wasters when am i making a bad decision when am i not able to say no and that thing is still in my time energy and concentration okay so that was a really good exercise that i wanted to share with you okay so now now we are gonna dive into the first step okay separate your treasures so remember the shed process is a method that you are going to follow then you name your theme okay what is your intention and once you have that we have talked about the three entry points the physical the schedule and the habits now we are going to start separating the treasures okay so that's the step number one of the process and then again you are going to do this process with the physical with the calendar and with your habits so you can apply the same step by step to those three entry points and you are going to choose which one makes sense for you the recommendation is starting with physical then doing calendar and then doing habits okay How are you guys feeling? Three entry points, physical, calendar, and habits. Amazing. How are you guys feeling so far? Emilio, what is your personal theme, if you don't mind sharing? Amy, my personal theme right now, I always have a hard time finding one word, but my personal theme is uh, freedom and self-expression. So what does that mean? That means that I want to have freedom. So I have my own business. I am trying to build passive income. I'm trying to uh, build something that is flexible in location because I'm lacking I want to be free what does freedom mean to me freedom means I can travel anytime I want I can go to Spain and spend three months there no problem I can come back to Canada and stay here no problem so that's that's freedom to me I don't have to worry about money I have enough income coming in doing something that I love that's freedom I don't want to be a slave of a job that I don't like so that's why I work so hard in being life, in being creating courses, I am building my freedom. Self-expression, why? Because I want to have full control of my creativity. I have I want to have full control of what I create and how. And how it flows to me, sometimes it doesn't have structure. These calls, I have this is my structure, guys. So I, I really follow my heart in everything I do. So if I were to be working for someone else and they dictate very specific steps to follow i would probably be frustrated and that happened to me in the past and i had that inner craving of i am okay here i am comfortable here but i'm not fully self-expressed i'm not free and i feel i need to be doing something else and when i had that feeling for so many years that's when i decided to take the leap okay so that's my my that's my theme freedom and self-expression uh again that those words can change uh, anytime because life evolves but those are two words that really resonate with me right now okay and of course freedom involves when i'm free what happens when i'm free i have full control of my time and creativity and i create something that i love i am happy with my family i have more time to spend with my daughter i have more time to pursue my hobbies everything is a ripple effect in every area of my life 
Okay, I am fortunate in that I have freedom to do what I want, but the staff is a prison. So Roxanne, let's let's get you out of that prison, okay? It doesn't have to be a prison anymore. It's gonna be a prison for you for as long as you give those things power, but you have the ability to release power and just look inside and let the stuff outside stop controlling you, okay? The stuff outside of you doesn't have any control over you unless you allow it, okay? Mine is creative expression that helps myself and others heal. Where does a spontaneous choice have room to arise with this amount of structure? Amy, that's a question that you have to ask yourself. I mean, if you are healing other people, I'm pretty sure you are pretty flexible. I'm pretty sure you are using the source power through you to channel it to people. It's not you doing all the work, right? So I I will say that that's pretty flexible. I mean, uh, I don't understand what you mean about amount of structure. Have room to arise with this amount of structure. If you can be elaborate more, I can maybe help you out more. Um, what if you have taken an oath to help people, specifically in the healthcare system? Mita, again, you have to be aware of your own boundaries. I know that sometimes the system is imposing us and sometimes we don't have a choice, but you always have to look at your balance, right? What are the pros? What are the cons? How are you feeling? How can you make your situation better? Uh, I'm not saying here that everybody needs to leave everything and just start their own thing. I'm not saying that everybody's unique and everybody has different inspirations, different like a, some people love the comfort of working for a big company. They love it and they stay there. So maybe your work is to make your square in that position that you have to work aligned with you as much as you can, right? But there will always be limitations, but you have to be okay with them. Um, I live in Canada, yeah. Okay, so again, I need way more context to be able to give you specific answers, but this is what's coming to me, right? Everything is inside you. You have to ask yourself, what's... And so many times, guys, we have way more control than we think, especially at work. We believe that we have to follow all the stuff, and sometimes you have way more control than you think, okay? I got in bankruptcy, so I need to live without financial stress and struggle anymore, then pursue the freedom like yours. Amazing, Juliana. That's, that's a great theme. That's a great theme. Okay, where was I? Uh, yeah, so physical, and then it says like about the physical clutter, it says understand your attachment to things, okay? Physical clutter can represent unfulfilled needs, okay? Physical clutter can represent unfulfilled needs. Needs that you have inside of you that are unfulfilled because you are not taking the action because you are not, I don't know, maybe you use stuff to fill that void, okay? Physical clutter can validate who we are. Again, so many times we place so much value on our physical surroundings and that expresses who we are, but that's not true, okay? It is true that when you are self-expressed, you will make the space represent who you are. That's true. But if you are letting the space that you don't like or that you don't feel comfortable with or doesn't feel aligned represent you, then that's, that's something that you have to change. Physical clutter can feel a void, okay? Emotional void, like so many times in life, we are going into a down and maybe physical stuff. Physical things, guys, believe it or not, they have energy. I don't know if you are aware of it, but everything in life has energy, right? And physical things that we own, they have even more energy because we have put a lot of energy into them. Sometimes, we made a commitment to exercise with our exercising machine and then you are not using that machine. So that's that's energetically speaking there. It's giving you a reminder. It's giving you, you're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling like you failed. You're feeling like guilty. You feel like you wasted money. So all that stuff is there. And then you start looking at every item in your home and the stuff around you really owns you. And I have a, you can listen to this on Insight Timer. I have a, a, an audio called Your Stuff Owns You. And I did it like a year ago, I think it was. And it's so true. Like the stuff around you owns you until you stop letting the stuff own you, right? So you have to do the work. You have to set the intention, okay? How are you guys feeling so far? Am I just <laughs> overwhelming you here? Oh. 
Yeah, share. How are you feeling? Are you liking this? Uh, are you liking this method? Again, one of the things that I love from books is that every book has a different method. Okay. You are not going to find a book that completely perfectly gives you something that is what you need because every book is going to be a little bit different. But you're going to start taking things from one book, from another book, from another book, and everything will start connecting with each other. That's what I did with, with my work. I always listen to documentaries, watch other organizers, read others' books. And what I do here is the result and it's influenced by so many great people, right? Like Julie Morganstone, Marie Kondo. Like there are so many people out there that I have read, I have felt inspired with, I have learned something from, okay? So I invite you to do the same with this book. Don't try to follow it to the T. Try to take the things that you feel good about and then start taking action, okay? Start taking action. Amazing. So I see some excited, motivated. Be careful using you have to. It's saying like which have divided so many these days. You have to, okay, you could too. You have the opportunity to choose, okay? Thank you for that reminder. Uh, what's the book? You started the Pomodoro method last week and found much more efficient time spent on work and much more time for my... Amazing. Amazing. I really like hearing that you guys are taking action on the things that I share. The Pomodoro technique is a great one. If you guys haven't heard of it, uh, there is a, a recording. Okay, so where am I now? Sorry, I lost track here. So we were talking about the entry points. We were talking about the physical, okay? Treasures connect to your life's passions. So this is something like how to identify a treasure, right? So some of the things that you can do about treasures is like treasures empower you. So when you have a physical treasure or a scheduled treasure or a habit treasure, when you look at those, they empower you. They connect you to your life passion, to your theme, to your intention. Uh, yeah, this will be recorded, Sabrina, and it will be posted in the in my circle. It's called Your Thriving Lifestyle. Okay. So it's really important to really take the time to assess what's a treasure and what's not. And you will get a clear answer once you name your theme, once you name what kind of lifestyle do, you, do I want to have, okay? And what kind of activities do I want to, to do? And for those of you who are stuck, maybe you need to create space. Maybe your step now is to, I'm going to create space. I'm going to let go of everything that no longer serves me. I have no idea what's going to come after but I trust that something good is going to come because you are creating space for it, okay? As an artist, I get stuck in environment, need to move forward into more intention for schedule and habit. Thank you, Ella, for sharing. Thank you, Mita, for your donation. Um, okay, so I wanted to share something that I really liked from the book. And she calls it the, the wall of panic, I think it was called. Let me see if I can find it. Author of book again, please. Julie Morganstone. Julie Morganstone. So the book really dives deeper into, again, if you read the book, it, it dives a lot of into like very lots of stories from real people. Okay lots of uh, like lots of step by step and lots of re real examples of themes of people what they do how they did it how they were feeling so it's it's really important to read all those stories because sometimes we connect with the feeling more than with the how to okay we normally connect with more with a story that evokes emotion on us rather than reading something that is practical technical how to bullet points right because when you feel something that stays with you. When you read something, that may you may forget about it. Okay. So she 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 talks about how to let go of physical things. So she talks about donation. She talks about like uh, selling things and the time and space that you will need for that and trashing things only the things that no longer can serve anyone else. Okay. So only recycling real garbage, not things that you can use. When organizing is enough. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing the name. Uh, 
So the wall of panic. This is something that I want to share with you because this is so true, okay? She said, once you hit your stride, purging will be fun for a while. And then about 75% of the way through the process, wham! <laughs> you hit a wall, okay? This is a phenomenon I call the wall of panic. The wall of panic. In this moment, you suddenly can't feel the emptiness of space you have created, okay? Without your staff, you might feel lost and centered in unfamiliar territory with absolutely nothing familiar to hold on to. Do you guys agree with that? Have you faced that wall of panic? <laughs> Okay, so what's talking here is that, guys, when you are doing this process, it's normal to face a wall of panic. A wall of panic is a wall that stands in front of you. It's a resistance. It's a limiting belief that you are facing. It's a habit that you want to change, but the habit has been ongoing for so long that it has a lot of momentum, right? So you are trying to change deep things here, very deep things here. So it is normal to face a wall like that. It is normal to feel that way because you are, that's, that's what she says. So she says, that's the good news about, about hitting the wall of panic. The feeling usually doesn't last too long, a few hours to a few days. This wall of panic is the true breakthrough point in the letting go process, okay? So this point is a, a, a true breakthrough point of your letting go process. So that means that when you can push through that, and again, you are going to be able to push through that if you are motivated, if you have a very exciting theme, if you have clarity, right? If you don't have those things and you face that wall, you are just going to withdraw. Is that only about tangible items? No, absolutely not. That's with... That can happen with schedule, that can happen with habits, that can happen with physical things, okay? With physical things, you are going to be facing the physicality of it. So your space is going to look really empty. And then you're going to feel like, oh, wow, there is a lot of space in here now. So now I have no excuses not to exercise. Now I have no excuses to find out what I want to do next. So you start asking yourself all these things that are going to require deeper answers from, from, from between. And that scares you. That's normal because you, it's uncertain. You have no idea what's going to happen. Emilia, an example of your limiting belief or wall of panic that came up for you, please. Examples, help me. Okay, Amy. Wall of panic for me, okay? We want to move into a different home, okay? And then uh, homes are really expensive, okay? So right now, uh, we can afford it. I don't want to talk about I can because I am trying to change my energy into I can. But when I really try to visualize my home, the home that we want with my own bedroom, with Samantha has her own bedroom, and then we have a little bit more space, and then we are close to the water. The wall of panic for me is, Emilio, why do you need that? That's very wasteful. You don't need such a big home because it's going to require a lot of energy, and then you're going to have to work really hard to pay the bills, and then you don't want to, maybe you have to go back to work, uh, maybe uh, going, moving, so, moving somewhere different, you're going to lose your friends, you're going to be alone. You know what I mean? Those are wall of panics that I face and that's, there is a necessary change for me to make, but I am, I'm not very comfortable with those things. Part of them are because limiting beliefs from my infancy. Okay. For example, I always heard making money is really hard. You have to work really hard to make money. Okay. And I'm still with that mindset. Working, working means working 40 hours a week plus. So for me to work 10 hours a week and make a living, my limiting belief will get on the way. I'm trying to change that, right? So there are so many things that come up for me. So that's an example of my own wall of panic when changing my home, okay? I have so many stuff I cannot get rid of because it's very expensive. Okay, Amy. So there is, you say that there is stuff that you cannot let go because it's very expensive. How much is that stuff costing you? If you don't let that stuff go, if that stuff is no longer serving you, okay, 
and it's taking your st- your time, your space, and your energy. Every time you look at that stuff, you're feeling like I'm not using this. This is not serving me. I spend so much money on this. If you don't let those things go, sell them, donate them, whatever. How much is that costing you? How much time is that costing you? How much energy is that costing you? How much of your mental health is that costing you? How much is that slowing you down from finding your theme and moving forward in life? Just think about that, okay? Because if you don't think about the, the cost of inaction, that that's, that's the topic. I have another audio track about that, the cost of inaction. If you don't do something, sometimes that has a cost too, okay? My house is clean, but it's filling my garage and my mind. So Amy, I go back to the same. What is your theme? How do you want to feel? My storage space filled with expensive stuff cost me $3,000 per year. Storage units is another big thing that we deal with with a lot of people, guys. And it's, uh, it's really important. We are more valuable than anything. Yeah. So the conclusion of here, of this session, it's to understand the process, right? And to really, really understand that until you don't spend time with yourself, get clear on what your intention is and what your theme is, you won't be able to move forward with life in, in, a, in a nice way, right? Because you're going to be facing a lot of doubt, a lot of like just resistance in general. Yuri's previous book helped so much using the acronym SPACE, helped me so much with the clutter. This new book seems to focus more on the emotional. Yeah, the, that book that you are mentioning is called Organizing from the Inside Out. And I have a, a live session coming up. It's already scheduled that you can join. But yeah, that book was really great. But that was feeling that's mostly about physical. And this one talks more about the over the holistic view of your life. Okay. Uh, also filling a warehouse, I pay $950 a month to keep it. Yeah, Amy, just do an assessment. And honestly, if you need help, I'm here. Or find someone that can help you. But you can find when you have someone else asking you questions, letting the information out of you, you start doing the math, you can find a lot of different possibilities. Okay? And you don't have to do any of them yet, but you can start feeling, how, how does this feel? And and just just think about case scenarios, right? Case scenario number one, you just let go of the stop paying the storage unit and let go of everything. And then how do you feel? Two, you open that and then you start selling things. How do you feel? Option three, you keep things how they are. How do you feel? So start creating different options and then connect with the feeling. How how aligned does this option feel to me? And then when you have a variety of options and then you you start tuning into some of them, then you will start understanding, uh, okay, I feel scared. It's normal to feel scared because you are scared because there is some change that needs to happen that you really want, but there are there is stuff that is preventing you from creating that change. So you are on one side, you are overwhelmed and anxious, and on the other side, you are scared of taking action. So doesn't matter what you do, you are always going to be facing something, right? Because you are not truly aligned right now with who you want to be, with the life that you want. So I invite you to just explore your possibilities, your options. Write down in a piece of paper what options come to my mind right now. And I will truly invite you to invite someone. Because if you are paying $950 a month and that's just the storage unit, and I'm sure there is more and more and more, you can pay someone $1,000 or something and they can help you save thousands of dollars every month for the rest of your life. So honestly, like I will invite you to, to seek for options. I will get a 10 plastic box to keep memories on a special place, but not have it be clutter that I look at every day. I can look in the box on my own time. Good. Yeah, Susan, you don't have to do anything or let go of anything that, that, that you love, right? Again, this is a personal choice. The book, it's not to enforce anything on you. It's not to o- obligate you to do something. The book is just to give you a guideline of these are some people that did this, this is the method that they followed and these are the results that they received. And if there is anything that, that feels good to you, then do it, right? Donate to Habitat. Thank you. Thank you, Marielle. Think of the joy of someone receiving something you are not using. Absolutely. When you are letting go of things, someone else is going to love them again. Uh, so that's the book for today, guys. That was the process. 
and the method some of it the book is really really extend so if you really want to read it i will invite you to read because the stories really will connect with your feelings and it's just a little bit overwhelming but that's okay it's it's your life guys this is we are not talking about one room we're not talking about doing a little change in a specific area of your life we are talking about looking at your entire life and answering a really hard question what is my theme what do i want to do after holy smokes i have no idea <laughs> that's okay if you have no idea keep moving forward keep trying different things and then until something clicks until something feels like wow i really like this guys this is what happened to me with inside timer i was a little bit in a funk i was doing facebook lives instagram trying to build my brand i was creating courses on other platforms and then i really wanted to do live sessions right but i was doing live sessions on facebook they were not working so i tried one on instagram just to try something else and then all of a sudden i saw a lot of engagement and then i decided i'm gonna this feels aligned to me people are nice people are showing up they are really appreciating the content that i have to share i don't have to do my marketing you just guys show up and i don't have to do anything so that for me felt very aligned so i let go of the rest i didn't just drop everything but my energy and focus mostly now goes to inside timer rather than facebook instagram other places right that was one thing for me about business that i felt aligned with it took me a little bit of trial and error i've been like three years struggling with marketing guys uh, so yeah we are not going anywhere <laughs> thank you i'm not going anywhere either okay guys if you enjoy this session i will really really appreciate your support with a donation and if you can't please enroll in one of my courses i have a self-care one and i have a minimalism one and if you enroll please uh share in the course classroom that's the best way to support me okay and i love listening from you i love hearing your challenges your wins how you are digesting the content how the content is helping you if there is anything missing just share anything that comes up for you and the course classroom is a safe space i always reply to anything that you share with an audio so it's very personal and i really think about what you shared and try to see what comes to me what can i offer you to help you in your journey so emilio is your minimal course about letting stuff go uh yeah roxanne my minimalism course is called embrace minimalism in your life and we talk about the mindset the first four session and setting the intention and the theme all the things that you learned today they are in there and then we go into different areas of your life so we're going into your paper into your home into your um, finances time management uh, relationships so you will learn how to embrace minimalism in all all of those different areas okay and the self-care course it's a 10-day self-care course that one is to help you create your own self-care list to help you appreciate self-care feel well doing self-care because there is a lot of resistance i feel selfish i don't have the time i don't deserve it blah 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 and then i share six beautiful practices that you can do like a visualization affirmations breath work mirror work uh, meditation so there are a lot of practices that, that you will learn body scan is another one that is really nice and then you will see how to apply them once you become aware of all of them then you can do a mixture of them or you can just do one uh, depending how you feel you will need one or the other i find them very very powerful very useful you can integrate them in your day in a few minutes and that's the self-care one so i invite you to take either of them and the next one will be ready in a few in a couple of months hopefully Felicidades on your workshop with Inside Timer. When is it? And what's your theme for the workshop? <laughs> Amy, so the first workshop that is going to happen is not going to happen until January because Inside Timer has a lot of workshops already lined up. So I won't be able to do anything until January here on Inside Timer. But the first one is going to be about that course, Embrace Minimalism in Your Life. So that, that's going to be a good workshop. It's going to be a two session. And then after that, I'm working on a, on a series that I will share more about but that series is going to be in february and that's going to be more about diving into every area more in depth so the first workshop is going to be like an overview a nice like holistic look at it and setting the right mindset and then the second one is going to be a more how-to specific for every area 
because I find that that's a good combination. First, you start with your mindset, with your emotions, with setting the intention. And once you get clarity on that, and then you do your time management and you have time energy to invest, that's when we can go to the how-to, okay? Please record all your lives. Unfortunately, your lives are usually too early for me to catch. And you can find all my lives uh, in the circle. If you go to my circle, I always share a link and the link goes to my website with all the recordings in there, okay? So you can access them all there. Okay, guys, do you have any questions before I go? Yeah, the, the circle is called Your Thriving Lifestyle. Thank you so much, guys, for your kind words. So I think, uh, Emilio Impress, you can be so energetic and eloquent after four days of fasting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit weak, to be honest, but uh, I'm pushing through, I'm pushing through. I'm so glad your videos are recorded. Uh, the only thing recorded is the audio. I'm not allowed to share videos. Thank you, Em. I love you too. How to start decluttering today? Roxanne, your theme. And looking for help. I feel that you can benefit from help. And I'm here if you need help with me or find someone else. Okay, you can find on, on the link on my profile. If you click in there, you can find options to contact with me or you can find a professional organizer in your area, okay? I do offer online services too. Okay, okay. Okay, guys, I want to close this container before we go, okay? I want you to just get comfortable, take a couple of deep breaths, okay? And I want you to just set the intention for next thing that you are going to do now. For example, for me, I am going to set my intention to take a 10 minute break, breathe, stretch my legs, okay? And then after, I'm going to pause the recording. So that's my intention. And on Thursday, I will, we will be doing another session on the law of attraction, okay? Hey guys, I am releasing you. Have a wonderful day and I will see you on Thursday at 10 a.m. Okay? Adios.